2: Welcome, everybody, to the pre-flip episode eight presented by Prediction Esports. I'm joined by James Bott. How you doing?
3: I'm doing fantastic gives. We uh, we have a fun show lined up today of, of what ifs, you know, a good show of what ifs. Yes, and we actually have you on screen, but he's too busy filling out
2: his world championship bracket, so he's not staring at his camera. His pretty face, but that's okay because his right side is always his better-looking side. So it's my best side. Yeah, for of real. course, it's it's fine. But this show is presented by Prediction Esports. That is two E's in Prediction. They host a ton of different game and podcasts from Teamfight Tactics to Dota to some business esports stuff. Go check them out for sure. We're on the same podcast feed as all of them. So if you do tune in to one of our shows through the podcast feed, go check those out as well because they're all quality shows. Uh, But we do have this show on Spotify, on iTunes, and as well on YouTube, on my personal YouTube. So you can check it out there tomorrow. But hopefully you're here live, twitch.tv slash Prediction Esports. We do this Tuesday at 9. This is the final show, James. The final show. So I don't the know if people know this for,
3: for me and you, but perhaps it will live on. Yes, perhaps, perhaps. It live on.
2: it's a crazy time right now. I'm about to move. There's a lot of things going on. I got kids at home. It just happened. You know, I just we just can't do this every week right now. We'll see. Who knows what happens in the future? Who knows? Uh, but for now, we're, we're going to go out with a bang. There's a couple notes that we have to go over here, James. So the 50 50 contest that we had. That shirt will happen at some point. Yeah, I'm but just waiting for it. I know. I'm waiting for it. So one thing I have to do is I have to find a high resolution of Hyper Gibbs because I want to <laughs> please you a little bit. All right. So I need to find that first. So if anyone has that, feel free to let me know. I probably have to ask Wave because it was one of his uh, get, uh, like get up and get loud. Uh, pictures and then someone made the Hyper Gibbs out of that, so maybe I can get so a little more the, high he res. The
3: intellectual rights to that.
2: Well, I just have to find it, and I'm not going through all of Wait Twitter. <laughs> That's going to take way too long. Uh, so we got to find that somehow. Uh, the the text line I'm probably not even going to put one because I feel like Hyper Gibbs just does it on its own. I feel like no text line will give that any benefit. So I'll give you that. The problem is though, I was going to make it through Amazon, and right now, obviously. world there's bigger priorities
3: so they're not doing sure that things going on yes i I want i want the kind where it's like a it's a pattern of your face that's repeating across the whole shirt okay i was going to do just one giant one where it's like it'll be bad resolution like like i want it like or (laughs) if it's like those pug shirts where it's literally the whole shirt is the expanded thing i don't want just like the shirt okay well go in the middle i want it to be that's tough
2: for me, James. Because on Amazon, they just have the, the little box, but it's a big box. <laughs> I'll try my best. I'll try my best. I'll figure it out. I'll play with some templates. We'll get it to you at some point. Who knows? Maybe when all this blows over, I'll just hand it to you when you're not expecting it. At like the season I can bring ten it to world Landing championships, autographed
3: by everybody.
2: <laughs> yeah, Like you see me great. You're like, what is this? I'm like, here you go, James. Let's make a Twitter video real quick. <laughs> so, well, uh, that'll happen at some point. So you guys can look out for that. Uh, but for now. It's not happened, but that is, again, the uh, bet that we had to win for the predictions for league play, the, the 50-50, and I won that thanks to G2 winning the NA Regional, so thank you so much there. Uh, but on that, James, we're going to talk about the promotion tournament just a bit. We're going to recap what happened. I have some topics that I want to hit. Did you get a chance to watch all of it, or did you watch some of it?
3: Yeah, I watched, uh, I watched pretty much all of NA, and then I missed the end of Europe. Okay, but I I caught some of the series. I caught TSM getting relegated, uh, yeah. or X TSM getting relegated. <laughs> oh
2: so, man, what a world a we live in, where it's the stonkers versus Karen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? All right, we'll get to that. But let's go over North America first. And it was like. Exactly what we expected, or not expected completely. I think we all picked you, and stacks last week. It was Rogue and Charlotte Phoenix that were going to make it. We all thought that United, though, had a chance to mm-hmm. take down Charlotte Phoenix, like a pretty decent chance. And then Stromboli was that team that we had fourth. Well, Stromboli, they put up a fight in that very first series versus Rogue, went all the way to Game 7, but then after that, they kind of fell apart. But the problem is, Charlotte Phoenix, they knew exactly what they had to play for, and that was an RLCS spot, and... They don't do well when that happens, and E-United, they took care of business. Game 7 overtime. rolled is, again, another clutch goal. Last season, he scores the Game 7 uh, overtime winner to go to the World Championships. This time, he scores it on a wide-open net to make it back to the RLCS, and you have to feel for Charlotte. Oh, absolutely, and there
3: was one particular play that I don't know if you saw, but it got... Posted on Reddit Mm -hmm. and it was a play in game six where Karma had a read opportunity off the backboard and she just didn't connect on it. And it's one of those shots that you see a lot of people hit with pretty high percentages. Um, So that was uh, that was definitely a tough thing for her, particularly to stomach. She actually went on to the subreddit and responded to it. there, saying, (laughs) you know, a lot of times series can't be boiled down to one shot. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a team game. And like, I totally agree with everything she's saying, but that is a tough way for it to happen, especially from a team that finished number one in league play back when, uh, you, there was no automatic promotion. Now there is automatic promotion. They barely miss out on that. And then they come down to a single goal. And so karma, uh, You know, you keep a close eye on on what Karma decides to do this season because this has been a pretty – that was a pretty devastating way to end a season, getting so close to achieving your dream and then falling short like that.
2: Now, so I want to go over the whole Karma Reddit post thing because I think for pros generally, uh, for me personally, I think it's just a bad idea to try and defend yourself on Reddit uh, like as a pro or as a coach or anything like that because I feel like it's a lose-lose, right? You're not really going to convince anyone, and then people will think that you're just complaining or salty or whatever. Like, So she made the post, and it wasn't a bad post at all. But like, how do you feel about the whole, you can't just boil it down to one play? Because I know you can't, but that's the point of the Reddit. You are going to post big game-changing plays, and that's the plays that you want
3: players to hit yeah, and not I fail on. Think- I don't think anyone was really an asshole there. I think, yeah. you know, I think everyone was in in their in the I think no one made a mistake by posting it. I think everyone was really in the right. I didn't really mind Karma's post. I think yeah. it's probably more therapeutic for her to respond to it. I think it's something that she probably wanted to do when she saw it to get it off of her chest. And I don't think anything she said I necessarily disagreed with. I think it's always a risky idea like you're saying to get into a discussion on, on Reddit because of trolls and people who just want to see you bleed. And maybe they have a vendetta against you and just, you know, want to chirp at you. But I, I think that the person who posted it, they made a great point. Like they, it could have been ended there. It was a shot that you, you know, you expect people to hit and she failed to hit it. But then karma provided the counterpoint. I think for me, uh, I don't really mind that she did that. I uh-huh. mean, I've done that to people who have criticized me on Reddit. I've responded to them. And, like, I think, as, you know, it's it's important for people to remember and just to remind people that, hey, you know, we're not just people on a screen. We're also humans with yeah. human emotions. So I think that uh, I don't really disagree with it, but it's always you always have to be very careful about what you say and how you say it. I think what Karma said and how she had said it, I didn't have any problems with it. But uh, I think that they're just trying to cope with a really devastating loss and for karma to see that that's just salt in the wound to be honest
2: yeah so i thought that everyone presented it extremely well on reddit and that's a rarity right like karma perfect reply the uh person that posted the topic perfect reply to her like hey like i wasn't trying to bash i'm just like here's a key play for the Mm -hmm. series that could have changed everything and, but that's yep. the best possible solution, right? That could have went downhill fast. So it's oh, just yeah. a bit risky. But again, well played by everyone there. Um... But that, but those are the, the, the difference plays, right? For Charlie Phoenix, where they've had these opportunities before and they always seem to fail when it matters most. And obviously they did make it once and they did sweep their way through the promotion tournament, or at least in the finals when they did make it. So maybe they just got to end series quickly. Cause as the pressure mm-hmm. mounts, it gets a little bit rough for them. So karma, I think has been in four promotion tournaments now in a row or three or four, and it hasn't been pretty lately, but I don't see this team doing too much. Maybe Turin Turro gets picked up somewhere because he had a really good promotion tournament. That's possible. But I do feel like the RLCS, it's going to be difficult to get into that mix right now. Uh, so like, if he doesn't get picked up, I feel like Charlotte is like, "Hey, we've done this two seasons in a row for the Rivals really series. Close. Sure, we failed, huh? They're really close. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're really they're close. so successful. So why not just?" do it again because they know that it's like we'll probably be top three once again maybe get mm-hmm. that number one spot finally uh so like i assume they'll be back unless taranturo does move on but uh th- th- they're definitely going to be a team right now that they're the gatekeepers that are just outside the gates but i feel like at some point they will find that key and they will get inside and then they'll probably be Ah, contended near the bottom for a little while. But as long as they continue to grow as a team, i like I don't think they have to worry about anything. It's gonna suck for the next few months. but, um, it is what it is at this point.
3: I agree with you one hundred percent. I think the only the only question is will would would, would that team want to replace Karma? You know, uh, Karma is the team mm-hmm. captain of that squad. I think that's the only danger It's just because she did miss that shot. and and, you know, you've sure. seen, Especially when you're playing at this level and things come down to those big moments, uh, we see we saw Sat, you get dropped after the whole TSM series. If you remember that from oh, yeah. uh, DreamHack Dallas, so people can be dropped for from what appears to be one play. Obviously, there's a lot of things that happen behind the scenes. A lot of questions about what chemistry is like and what the relationships are mm-hmm. like. But if I, as an outside observer, I'm with you, Gibbs. A team who's gotten as close as Charlotte just stick together because you look at, at Europe, like Team BDS, who was formerly Team ARG, they were in the middle of the pack until that whole group of teams from Europe moved up to the RLCS and then they were number one in line. And I feel like the same thing is really happening for Charlotte. The people are getting out of their way and anyone, like no one really got relegated this time in North America. So they're going to have another, it's basically going to be a rinse and repeat. So. Yeah. It's going to be tough for them, I think, but I do think that, you know, give it one more season and if it doesn't go well this season, that is when you make the change.
2: It's going to be tough, but on the other side for the RLCS teams, you have to credit uh, E-United. They took down what they needed to do. They figured it out. Um, So they're back in the RLCS. I feel like there has to be a roster move there, um, in my opinion at least, to get them back like into contention for a top six spot, but we'll see what happens there. Rogue as well. They make it back pretty convincingly besides that first series, but I think everyone... Uh, have them as big favorites coming in because of the weekly results that, that they've been having recently. They've been a relatively hot team. Maybe they're starting to figure it out. Maybe they don't need a roster move. But again, like it all comes down to once one roster move happens for North America, it's a chain reaction. yeah, then it's a chain reaction. Cause then it's like, all right, who got kicked? Does someone want that player? And then it will just
3: continue down the line. So, and, and the so better the team is that makes the change and the better is the player that is on the way out the worse that you see the roster effect happen mm-hmm. because like if there's a change on like a cloud 9 or or something that could kick off a whole chain of events for every single team under them so that's what's going to be happening for rogue is keep an eye on first killer i think first killer is the player on that team that is at risk of getting poached and if first killer gets poached off of that team then we and it, and he goes to somewhere like cloud 9 or some team that's pretty high up on the ladder, then we could see another crazy roster season.
2: Yeah. like I think first killer could get poached. Wonder could get replaced. It just depends because of his inconsistencies. I think crow he's on rogue, right? Like, yeah, I don't think anyone sure. really, he's the core. Yeah. Wants him on like some other team. Cause then you have to like figure out that new team chemistry, but also crow's kind of like that player that rogue probably doesn't want to get mm-hmm. rid of anyway, because of just, Like, that's Crow. He's a legend Mm. in the game. And speaking of that, let's move over to the European side where we lost one of the legends or maybe three of the legends of Rocket League and Team Karen
3: (laughs) used to... Uh, I'm sorry. You you can't deny that it's definitely legends. We're losing all these grand finalists in E-League champions and players that have been around since the very beginning. Remco on Weedham Girls, right when they became a huge hit early on in Europe... He was he was a huge part of that team. We were talking about them all the way back in season one, talking about how good they were off the backboard. Mm-hmm. And then you have Metza and Magnus who have been they they have been uh, teaming for so long. Like they were they were on that that Cinderella story team method back in the day with a lot. And they made it to the grand finals they, and they eventually became complexity. And then there was, you know, obviously he fell off of that, made it back on Weedem Girls when they won E-League. And then they get picked up by TSM. All of these guys. We're 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 a part of almost every single step in RLCS esports history. And now they're on their way either out or to the rival series. And with the cryptic tweet from Remco, it seemed like he was ready to just throw in the towel. But I don't I don't really know what's going to happen with that squad. So
2: the only reason why I laugh is because we talk about these three legends of the game. And when they go out of the RLCS, we have to talk about them as Team Karen. (laughs) <laughs> not tsm right they get dropped from tsm they knew that was coming uh before this tournament but that's how they go out right like remco is gonna retire on team karen possibly but his last team will be karen <laughs>
3: yeah so that's just i, I wonder uh, what the heck yeah. that was all about that team name that's a quality team name like i do I like it i would love for them to go out with weed girls but you know it's Wheat hard girls, because you know what you want to do yeah mm-hmm. yeah you want to do it you want to do the name justice
2: Yeah, it's hard because I feel like there was a Weedom Girls in the Rival series. They might not have been able to use it. Oh, yeah. So it's like... Do you go with like you mix up Weedham Girls and complexity names or something, you know, or meth- who knows? But like, I kind of like Karen, except for um, if I had to do the promotion tournament and had to cast that, that would have been very difficult. So hats off to those boys who had to uh, cast Karen versus Stonkers because <laughs> that's been y'all as well. Their roster uh, got dropped yeah. or they actually left the team right before the promotion tournament as well.
0: With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online still has hundreds of events, games, and props to wager on. From their online casino to esports to poker and blackjack, they're bringing Vegas to you. Missing the NFL? No problem. Bet online has live daily Madden NFL 20 simulations you can bet on. You can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. All open 24 hours a day and all online. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to join today and receive your new welcome bonus. BetOnline, your online wagering solution.
2: Team Solari, a team James didn't give any credit to. Whatsoever, but also he gave credit to endpoint when me and stacks didn't. So we uh, ended on a 50 50 note there. But they came out hot 4-0 versus endpoint.
0: Yeah, and that were, was a huge uh, surprise. They
3: were they were a big surprise, and you know, Stax was talking up um Carrion quite a mm-hmm. bit. And from what I saw, also Melishisu was also very, very good for Solari Solari. Solari Solari, I don't really know how to say it, right? Yeah. It's a French org. But uh, they, yeah, they they crushed it. They breezed through it quite easily, and I was a little worried for Endpoint, but uh, they ended up bouncing right back as well. And it's kind of it was kind of surprising to see that uh, Espanol uh, failed to make it in. That was the one team that we everybody kind of thought was going to be the one team that for sure was going to make it. Yeah, we had like. A few doubts because, again, they had so many Game 5s. So we're like, eh, we'll see.
2: We'll see if that finally crumbles. It finally did crumble on them. Endpoint, though, that is a huge bounce back because after getting dominated 4-0, you play the, the uh, X tsm You take them down once again, who is uh, still a, rele- a really solid team. And then mm-hmm. you go up and play against uh the Stonkers. And that's going to be a tough matchup, but they pull it out. Endpoint is back in the RLCS. I feel like Endpoint... Uh, this is a team where I just need to see them work on the consistency, right? We we see this just in the promotion tournament alone. You get smacked around one series, then you come back and play a lot better. They need to, to figure out that consistency for me to push them into the top six. Right now, though, it's Europe. Europe is so deadly. Maybe it's time for a roster move. Who knows? But also you know- for Solari. Solari. Who knows? Because I feel like with rival series teams, when they come in, like everyone says, don't make any roster moves, don't do it. But if every other team improves with roster moves, you you might have to do it so you don't come right back to this promotion tournament uh, next season.
3: Yeah, I I agree. I just think I agree to a certain extent. But for Endpoint, their rise into the RLCS was so fast. They kind of came out of nowhere. And I think that those teams really have a lot of upside because they haven't had a lot of time to really – uh, improve to their ceiling and and when you, when you're playing in these matches it's actually the best practice that you can ever get playing in the highest stakes tournament with the best players in the world you're going to improve a lot faster and i think what i saw from endpoint even in the regular season they had really really good moments and i love how they play um as a team uh it kind of reminds me of the way weed M girls played when they first came on the scene the triple threat approach everyone filling in just Uh, wonderfully and, and rotating well and and everyone just being uh, a strong link in the chain. I think there's a lot of upside for how endpoint plays. Yeah. And uh, I just want to see another season with them. But again, it's when you're in Europe, it's so hard because all the teams are good enough to beat one another. So you just kind of have to, to not, you you have to be playing really well on the day. And we even Mm -hmm. see it in North America. G2, for instance, was last place, literally last place in league play last season and now they have won north america this season so that's just how close all the teams are that make it to the
0: rlcs
2: yeah it's two young teams again. Like point again that they've been together for one full year just two seasons where they were uh, they were all rookies coming into the rival series they promote out the first time that that's ever happened and then they go into RLCs and they're still there right so one year is normally not where i'm like all right let's uh, completely um, explode this roster and try new things it's when you hit that year and a half where it's three seasons of maybe things aren't going your way maybe two years so we'll see if they change anything probably doubtful and then on the other side um with team solari uh, they've been uh, together for four months so yeah and they're, they're probably gonna be in. like hey well let's just keep growing so and and it's just more french players man Ten French. Now we got 10 French players if the, no crazy roster moves
3: happen uh, out of the 30 for RLCS in Europe. 10 France, from one country. Yeah, I, I think without a doubt that you can say that France is the best Rocket League country in the world. <laughs> oh, are, for
2: sure. They are crazy.
3: Like, the only other one is obviously uh, with USA
2: just because, you know, it's so much bigger. But for the uh, density that is France, you know, then for sure, like per average... Uh, population or whatever Uh, but uh, that's why vitality was even saying that if the intel world open was still happening that they felt like the french qualifiers were going to be harder than the actual intel world open because there's just so much talent there and only one team comes out so we'll see that next year now whatever team comes out of france is the favorite without a doubt for sure but i still would say watch out for team usa too because you know there's a lot of talent there as well Team
3: USA is going to be good. Uh team U- the the United Kingdom is going to be really good. Mm-hmm. France is going to be really good. Honestly, Spain's going to be able to put together a pretty good team too. It'll be a really uh, amazing event, I think. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch those and just see what teams form and who makes it out.
2: Yeah, like I think uh, no matter what, yeah, the two huge favorites will be USA and France whoever makes it out from there. Mm-hmm. Like unless there's like a major upset where like an underdog team comes out of those regions, but they'll still be, you know, Probably predicted top three, top four, no matter what uh, coming out. But we'll have to wait another year for that as well. Uh, But congrats to all the teams that made it through the promotion tournament. It is definitely the most nerve-wracking weekend for sure for the entirety of the RLCS. Uh, Followed closely, James, by the World Championship. And obviously, there is no World Championship, and it it feels surreal. Because next week, we would have been in Dallas at this point. Next week. Yeah. And it just feels so weird that, like, it's just not happening. This but, is the first season that we've been a part of where we haven't been to a land. It's true. And Garrett G, man, he was slacking this season, you know, not making it to land. <laughs> <laughs> breaking a breaking his streak. Uh, but, you know, like, obviously, there's bigger problems going on in the world right now. So hopefully, everyone, you know, is like, sure, we're all bumped out about it, but it could be worse, right? So, but we're going to have a little fun and we're going to do some predictions for the World Championship, James. And I want some good stories from you for your picks here, all right? Because I got good stories for myself. We'll start with my Group A and Group B. So I basically just put the teams in. I seeded them based on how the last World Championship worked. It might not be the same format. Who knows? You know, whatever. But for this, it's exactly the same format, the same places, yada, yada. So I'm going to bring it up on screen here for the people watching on the YouTubes or live uh hopefully i click the right screen and it's gonna be a little bit small but i will try and work around that i'll pr- try and zoom in a bit all right so group a and group b so here's how it works out for me james i'm gonna go over my group a right mouse sports they right. play a uh, south america uh, team avidity the only team i care about in south america um is 11s so i'm not worried about that Mouse Sports you make it through speeds at his first world championship. He's going to be hyped. He's going to be ready to go. The problem is they run into G2 and you know, g 2s pretty good at rocket league and I have predicted them right this entire time. So if the world championship did have- happen, this is
3: exactly how it would go. G2. They would just sweep out mouse. Wow. Now, yeah. No, so I think, okay. I mean, how do you want me to do it? Do you want me to let you go through your group and then me go through mine? Or do you want me to kind of like, we'll both comment on the same series at the same time. All right. So I'm just going to do my whole group. A, Because
2: we don't want to sit here too long. I probably won't go over uh, every single matchup because that'll take too long. So I'll shorten it up and then you do your group A and we'll continue from there. All right. right. So, but on that, that doesn't matter because Vitality, they're going to be clapping everybody. Clapping everyone. Easy wins across this entire first day one and day two. Vitality, they take down G2 easily. They get the number one seed out of group A. G2 gets the two seed. The other team I have, and this is going to come up later... But Ghost Gaming, a four seed, they are going to surprise people. We saw it with Atomic at the regional championships. This is his moment. This is his time. And he's going to show up, and he's going to get that third seed at least out of this group. They face a tough Vitality team. Uh, we didn't put in OC number one and number two because they haven't finished their uh, tournament yet. But I'm not feeling OC this season personally, so I'm going to go with Ghost Gaming coming out uh, as the three seed
3: for that. What do you got, James? Uh, gives, I have literally the, the exact same bracket, oh, except my, a few numbers are different. Mainly, okay. I think my biggest difference is I've got G2 uh, going to game five against Vitality. And then I have Ghost going to Game Five against Mouse. Uh, okay, but I all see. the results are the same.
2: Yeah, like I wasn't too worried about my series score all that much. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like as we filled this in 20 minutes before the show, so
3: yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm with you there. I think I think we uh, we're on agreement. Um, on okay. every single series, and I'm with you on wow. OCE has kind of lost my confidence. And until one of those teams can prove that they have what it takes on the international stage, I don't think I can pick them to win a series against anybody. Uh, from any other region. Okay. So, uh, yeah, and even now, you know, Renegades, they didn't even make the the playoffs. Uh, we might not see uh, Drip A finish in that top two, potentially. So, and there's new names over there in OCE. I yep. just, uh, I just uh, don't know really what to think about them right now. Yeah, they're
2: a tough region. Like, I feel like there's a lot of surprises going on right now for the OCE side. The last time that happened with Camber Havoc, when they showed up on the world championship stage, it wasn't pretty. So I'm a little concerned because obviously the best team from OCE is probably Renegades and they're not even in the playoff. Uh, so some concerns there. So that's why we're not really high on OCE. Okay. So Group A is exactly the same. James, why don't you go over your Group B for me here?
3: Certainly, Gibbs. So for Group B, we'll scroll over. Yep. I got it. I All got right. it. So match one, we've got NRG. I just have them. Destroying the Oce two seed, I think. I think that game would be one of the ugliest games of the World Championship. All um, right. <laughs> I think Barca. I think Barca could lose this series against 11. Oh, Sports. absolutely. Um, I think that uh, I, I'm picking Barca just because, you know, I I think that F- Ronicky's just too good. Flakes is good, but I think Ronicky carries that team. Uh, Ronicky's a beast. I think he'd be able to play well enough to get them past but that's easily a series I could see them losing. I think uh, Space Station won't have any problems taking out Barca, and I don't think Dignitas will have any problems taking out Space Station. Okay, and Uh, Dig over
2: Energy. And then, yeah, Dig over
3: NRG. I think that one could be a very close series, but I just think Dig is the better team right now. And then uh, at the bottom, I think OCE2 uh, seed is just going to get destroyed again. Uh, (laughs) Hopefully no one watches. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And then uh, NRG, I think, would beat 11s. Uh, OK, yeah, I think yeah. they would I think they would be conf- They'd confidently beat them. And I think they'd also confidently beat Barca. OK, and so NRG would get through the lower. And All so right. we'd have Dignitas and Space Station through the upper and uh, NRG through the lower.
2: Uh, The one thing that that I'll love to see is Violent Panda versus Turbo, because we didn't get to see that at the last World Championship, where uh, both of those teams were doing great. You know, the former Dignitas players, but those two didn't meet up. So that'd be really fun to see. Uh, So that match would be great in that winner's uh, group side, but mine's a little bit different, James. And here's where oh, I start okay. changing it up a little bit. All right, let's so see it. let's see it. It gets a little hairy here. All right, Dignitas is going to come out clapping, like energy, sure, whatever. But oh Dignitas, my gosh, they're going to clap. But Space Station going to get that revenge on Dignitas from the last World Championship, big upset win there. Space Station, they come out uh, as the number one seed of Group B. Dignitas number two. And now here's where it gets a little tricky, James. Now, I have 11s esports because Barca, sure. Like, Ronicky's a great player. Wow. But he showed up for one weekend. He sh- showed up here or there throughout league play, but I'm not sold on Barca. I wasn't sold throughout league play. They show up for one weekend. That doesn't mean anything. Barca, they're losing that. We got Z esports coming in, dominating South America. South America's been on the rise a little bit. I feel like. We could get some upsets here James and maybe it's just cuz you Certainly, know uh, top 6 though that's kind of hey, crazy. And hey playing the sky here man you know. Hey, uh, I want to see also I
3: just after seeing how bad Space Station crumbled in the the regional championship in the mm-hmm. final and also how, so, like, so, even so, though they fine. finished top four at Worlds, <laughs> they were clearly, like, the worst team from Worlds. Don't be. Don't be. Whoa, I whoa, see whoa, what whoa, you're whoa, doing. Whoa. I have the stream. Okay. Open. Okay. I can see your video. All right, wait, wait, I'm wait. I'm not sold the on that. The worst world.
2: team. So the worst team out of the top four. All right. Yes. Maybe yeah, would yeah. have been fifth. Maybe Pittsburgh Knights were slightly better than
3: them. But they are And you know off. the team that
2: was better than them was
3: Dignitas by a significant yeah. margin. And you know length, who so. Space
2: Station beat, James? They beat the number one seed of Europe
3: throughout that world championship as well with reciprocity maybe, but the, let's hey. remember the number one seat of europe also got clapped in the lower bracket as well by pittsburgh knights yes yeah, so yeah. <laughs> they were just not playing well hey that could happen I to think putting too much stock in space station hey. but but you know upset I to potential I, you know i agree, I
2: agree. It's like maybe it's a time where we finally start to see that new era finally you know Make some waves, maybe make a grand final, which we'll go over in a little bit here. But Space Station, they come out of Group B. But 11z eSports, going to take down Energy. You know, Garrett G, he's done it all at this point. You know, they're just bored. Turbo's going to be falling asleep uh, <laughs> at the desk. Like, I've done this so many times. I don't want to do it anymore. And they're going to get upset. Because, you know, it's like we won it, eh, whatever, who cares? And then they're going to slip up just a bit against South America. They used to slip up all the time versus OCE. Now it's time. South America comes out and 11's eSports. puts Sam on the mat. We get a top six spot finally for South America. Bold prediction. I respect it, Gibbs. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We'll start with my early rounds of the playoffs on day three. Best of sevens throughout. And then we'll go to your early rounds. All right. And we'll go back and forth. All right, so we got Ghost Gaming versus Dignitas. Now, remember what I said about the fourth seed from NA? Well, well, guess what? If I can write it in, here we go. Ghost Gaming. So they're going to take down Dignitas, and the reason why is because every single world championship, the fourth seed from either NA or Europe has made top four, except for once, and that was when the OC number two seed beat the NA number four seed to make top four. So, there's always one of these underdog teams that surprises everyone and makes it to top four. Dignitas did it last season as the fourth seed. Now it's Ghost Gaming's turn, and Atomic, he's going to pop off. So, he's going to make it. It's going to be Vitality versus Ghost Gaming in the semifinals. Now, on the other side, we got Space Station and G2. I'm sorry. Well, we will have Space Station and G2 because G2 (laughs) is going to end, Sam, at this point. Sorry. I wanted to make it to day three for Sam, but I can't put you any further. No top fours yet. Uh, So we'll get G2 Esports versus Space Station Gaming. So we got three NA, one Europe,
3: and Dallas, Texas. So what do you got, James? For my first round, I have Space Station going up against Ghost Gaming, and uh, I think this is where space station kind of thrives is, is playing the teams that were kind of of the same cohort. Yeah. Uh, space station. They've proven the, their consistency in league play. So I think they beat ghost gaming here. I think they're a kryptonite. I think ghost gaming probably would play better against one of the establishment teams than they would against space station. And I think space station ends ghosts world championship in this first round and we'll move on to play vitality. So, I hear what you're saying, Gibbs, and I think that that totally could play out. But I also think that uh, there's, you know, the, the, that fourth seed storyline as much as it's great. You know, <laughs> I think it's got to stop eventually, and this is at the some point world right? championship, yeah, that where it does. And then in the lower bracket, this is probably would probably be one of the most fantastic series to watch: G2 versus NRG. And I think that G2 really uh, shows off that that gaming house put them above everyone else in north america i think that was a key move for them i think in terms of not only gameplay but team chemistry synergy everything was was fantastic for g2 because they put in the work and i think they take down nrg i think it would be a thriller of a series but they move on to play dignitas that's what i got gibbs
2: all right james uh give me so i like your picks and i think g2 team house absolutely great Ding toss obviously it's a clear pick you know like see james is trying to go nice and easy here with all the favorites well sometimes
3: get, <laughs> that's what you have to do is you have to make the picks that make the most sense i know, you know but, but well, you're really
2: going chalk this whole way at this point well, you got you
3: up number one and number two
2: na number one and number two but that's well, fine james it's fine I, that's the way i see it like you can't no, like to you, me picking
3: you. against the grain is fine if you've yeah. got a reason, but everything I've seen this season, I really don't feel like I can or I want to. Mm-hmm. Like, I have been burned by some of these teams before where I've picked Ghost and they've looked like <laughs> crap. <laughs> it's and, true. And a lot it's of these true. teams haven't let me down. Vitality has looked so good all season long. Dignitas has looked amazing all season long. G2 has looked amazing all season long. They they gave a swirly to space station in the finals four sure. to nothing and that and was the that grand finals so that was the only bad
2: series space station has had all season as well so like it could have just been one uh, one of those series where it was just everyone's a little off right it's very for possible. sure but but like I, I agree with you I'm be, I'm being vanilla here but I I just believe <laughs> I believe in this. Hey. I'm just saying I, I won the 50-50 uh, this season. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, just watch my bracket a little bit closer, e- even though okay. th- this is not taking place. But in your dreams, guys, when it does take place, <laughs> just follow my storyline and it makes a lot more sense. All right. Speaking of storylines, James, here's where it gets a little wild for me, all right? So here's where it starts. Ghost Gaming versus Vitality. It's going to look a little weird at first, right? I'm going to go up 3-0. Ghost Gaming is going to go up 3-0. And then... Here's where the craziness happens. We're going to hear some thuds on a closet door, right? And then finally, someone opens that door. It's probably going to be, I don't know, Leaf X is going to get some food. He doesn't even want to watch the series because he doesn't work. You know, he's only a host. It doesn't matter. He opens the door. It's all three Vitality players. And now everyone's confused. We got cameras in the back. It's like WWE style. What is going on? They grab some baguettes. They go out on stage. And they do the Scooby-Doo move where they pull off the mask of the Vitality players. And it was Sandrock Gaming this whole time. Day one and day two. Sandrock Gaming was just clapping everyone. And then it's day three. It's high-pressure situation. And they can't handle it. Vitality, they finally get out of the closet. They beat them down with baguettes. They come back into the series. They play after probably a... 45-minute uh, break where the casters have to fill. So it'll probably be James Bot filling there. Uh, so that that's what's going to happen. Or then the Johnny Boy. Thing. I
3: mean, he, he had to do a lot of filling him and that's Shogun. True. <laughs> so it'll be
2: James Bot and Johnny Boy doing the cast for that one. But Vitality comes back, and they win 4-3 in their first series of the World Championship. So Vitality makes my final. On the other side, you got G2, Space Station, a rematch of the Grand Finals for NA, G two is gonna do it again. Rizzo is gonna pop off. He's gonna probably be winning the the, the whole MVP of this world championship. Too bad it's never gonna happen. Uh, so G two <laughs> moves on to the finals, and that is my final. Vitality versus G two. So what do you got? Well,
3: you? that's hilarious because I have literally the same final, and uh, and we'll I'll tell you how it works out. So I have Vitality. Um, just easily. I think like some of the games will be close, but I think overall it's going to be a pretty easy series for vitality. I really think vitality is just, uh, the best team in the world. I think picking up alpha was the right decision. And even though like Alpha wasn't even the best player on his team this season, but he has the uh, the talent to be the best player in the world. I'm convinced of that. I think. I Alpha, mean,
2: I mean, let's not forget Sandrock Gaming. I'm just saying. But Sandrock, I'm, but to me, it's like can, Sandrock,
3: Sandrock Gaming is definitely good. But we have to see them in the oh, of league, oh, of course, before of course. we can say that. I am kidding. Oh. I am kidding. Yeah, for kidding. sure. No, I get it. I get it. Now it's just a lot of people out there will say, "What about Sandrock? What about Sandrock?" But uh, the reality is, uh, you know, playing in an online tournament is one thing. Playing uh, consistently on land and playing in the RLCS when the money and and the the pressure is at its highest is another thing. But I don't. I'm not saying I don't think they can compete. I'm just saying we can't really include them in the conversation until the period of time in which they're included, which I hope does happen soon. Yep. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> I then my final. So you're, you're giving me all this crap about cookie cutter finals and stuff, and you have the exact <laughs> same final as me. Hey, you finally kind of went against the grain. I guess versus well, I guess I'm Dignitas. Really, yeah, and so I think this is. I think this is again where Dignitas's journey ends. I think uh, G two has just played like like you said. You alluded to Rizzo. Rizzo, he was the regional championship MVP. He's playing the best Rocket League we've ever seen him play in what has been a very long career. Like Rizzo has just quietly played really well and stayed in the RLCS for longer than a ton of pros. Yeah, and there's this only, was his um, best season yet.
2: Uh, there's only three NA players, I believe, that have been in every single uh, league play, at least. And uh, Rizzo is one of them with Garrett G and Crow. So yep. that's it. Um, I think it was only three. It might have been four. I can't remember. But yeah, like he's been around for a while. But I think it's the G2 esports effect of if they make it to a day three and they win their first game, they're probably on. And if they're on, they're a team that is very, very hard to beat with the way they play offense. So Mm -hmm. I would expect them, uh, if they do get in through the round of six, that it might actually benefit them. And then, of course, they would run the table or at least go to the finals. And now... Alright, James, we got Vitality and G2E Sports. And obviously we had to put Vitality in the grand final because k up is on that team. And he's been to what, five or six in a row now? Grand finals yeah. for the RLCS? So of course Vitality was gonna be here. We all knew this. It was just what road would they take? So they get here. Now does the French move work out for them? Does Vitality take this title, James?
3: I call this the you've heard the 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 law of Courant, right? You I heard have not. It, right? So, I'm uh, uneducated. All right. The law of Quran, that is, is anytime KDOP, also known as Alexander <laughs> Courant, I'm sure I'm not pronouncing <laughs> that effectively. Anytime okay. he makes a roster move, she sure. wins the world championship. Okay. This is, it's like Murphy's law. You know, okay. it's just one of those things in life that just happens and there's no fighting it. And I think that that happens here. Okay. I think that vitality with, with, with Alpha is unbeatable i just think their team that in the world championship is going to be so good so fast that no one can really keep up with them g2 i think puts up a valiant effort and i would love to see it go to game seven but i could see it eas- easily even being a 4-1 or 4-2 where vitality uh is just kdops hitting every shot mm-hmm. from the midfield mm-hmm. Fairy Peak is making solo plays, scoring goals from the corner. And then you just have Alpha doing flip reset, passes off the backboard, flip reset goals, dribble goals. It's going to be too much for any team to handle. And Vitality picks up yet another world championship title. That's what I see happening.
2: So it's funny because we all have different laws that we abide by. (laughs) Like I (laughs) abide by the number four C law. You abide by the KDOP law. (laughs) Well, uh, (laughs) um, the only I think question mark would have been going into this world championship is how does Alpha play on the world stage? And I think I wouldn't have had any concerns because last year uh, at Dreamhacks, when he went to Dreamhack Leipzig for the first time, popped off every single time he, uh, he was at dream Mac he played really well uh, even when he was on TSM it was the alpha show and that was it and obviously TSM didn't do that well there but I really couldn't put a lot of fault on alpha it just seemed like his teammates wanted him to just to do everything but he was doing well and obviously world championship a completely different stage and I think a grand finals at a world championship is on a whole nother level at that point point. Think the nerves might get to Alpha a bit, and I did call this before the season started, and that is probably why there is no world championship because the G two Esports uh, a curse uh, lives on. I had G two Esports winning the world championship, oh, wow. and I'm going to go four two. I think uh, it would have been G two Esports' time. I think it was very very possible. Like obviously in Texas, you know, home crowd for Rizzo as well. Um, this could have been. The entire crowd would have been going bonkers for G two, like absolute bonkers. And there's momentum there. There is there is some energy that you get from the crowd, like at these live events. And I don't know if Vitality could have handled it. Like I don't know if
3: Alpha could have handled it for the grand finals. And I would have. I don't know because you you can just sometimes you can feed off the silence of the crowd. Oh, for sure. If you're if you're that enemy team and you're sitting here and they're killing it and the crowd is dead (laughs) silent. That See, can be a factor, but Gibbs, I will give you this, this prediction okay. because you are perfect with G2. That's true. So I think okay. we could verify, like, <laughs> I think we could t- send this to Psionics. Yep. Let them know that Gibbs or he, he determined what was going to happen and we can put G2's name on the banner That's,
2: in champions okay. field. We should just I give them the, two,
1: the
3: 200,000 as
2: well. Why not? <laughs> like I'll take half G2, but you know, Go ahead and take the rest, um, but like it would have been a really fun event, and obviously it's not going to happen, you know. But there's bigger problems right now in the world. But it's fun to speculate what could have been. Uh, but one thing I did want to point out with the feeding of the energy of the quiet of the crowd, I think Kate Up and Ferry... Absolutely would have. It just comes down to Canalfa, you know, and I think that would have been really fun to see on a day three because I feel like Vitality, you know, guaranteed day three probably uh, that they would have played G two uh, earlier throughout this tournament. We would have got that rematch. It's very similar to what happened with Energy and Vitality. Vitality is the same exact seed again, the two seed from Europe versus the number one seed from NA, and uh, we played it out very similar to season eight. Um, so um, it would have definitely been a fun event, and obviously. We hope everything gets back to normal by the time season 10 happens, but it would have been great. The only problem would have been like, I feel like, you know, that last like championship call, I feel like some caster would have flubbed it,
3: you know, like someone named James <laughs> Bond would have somehow. Dude, flubbed I, it. Honestly, I honestly <laughs> felt like this was the, uh, this was the world championship where I wouldn't do the grand final. Cause it's in Texas. Ah, yeah. and, and wave punk have been Ooh, casting that, that all been season fun. long. Wave punk would have gotten to cast in front of his home audience. And achieves would have got his first grand final cast. I, I I was so certain that was what was going to happen, but it just it just wasn't meant to be. That's true. And then you would have done that semifinal one where there was a huge uh, delay because you
2: know we yeah. had kicks and around gaming out. We have in civic with the curly mustache and the crowd oh. just
3: laughing, just like throwing his mustache. I commentated that <laughs> rock paper scissors tournament at Beyond the Summit. I would have been able to commentate the whole unmasking. Mm the whole, like, the baguettes coming down, everything. You do have have WWE
2: experience with uh, Xavier Woods. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. So it would have all played out perfectly, and it would (laughs) have been a great storyline, because it's always like, how do we top the prior season, right? (laughs) And Energy finally winning it. That's very hard to top. But if Sam Rock Game is playing for Vitality for two days, that would be a pretty good story. And then G2 finally winning it all would have been a a pretty good storyline to end on for sure. For season nine. But Vitality obviously would have been in the grand final. We don't even have to watch day one and day two for that. We all know that was going to happen. Oh, yeah. It's just do they win or not. It really comes down to. Uh, but that was fun. That was a fun little exercise, James. Uh The last uh, piece of news before we sign off for our last episode um, is the spring series. Uh, let me go back to the normal screen here. The spring series is starting this weekend with South America. So definitely check that out. Twitch.tv slash Rocket League. We're doing South America. Then it goes to NA, which the finals will be on ESPN2 live on uh that day as well so that'll be really really fun to watch and it'll be very interesting for us who is working uh that event of like how it's all going to play out what are we going to do different and all that stuff so that should be really fun so definitely check that one out and then obviously we do oc and then europe as well uh so four weekends in a row of great rocket league action coming up so sure the uh, season nine is about to be done with oc their playoffs end this
3: weekend there's still a lot of rocket league james still a lot of rocket league to be played There certainly is, and uh, honestly, I think this could be a big thing for Rocket League esports in general. We're getting uh, mainstream media attention, and I believe in Rocket League as a game, and the more people that see it, I think the more people are going to be hooked instantly. They're going to see it and be like, wow, what is this game, and get involved. So uh, it's an opportunity for us, and it's also something that we can do as the Rocket League community to provide entertainment during a time that is uh, a difficult time for a lot of people, especially people who aren't really gamers. So we just need to do our best to make sure that uh, we're being the best representatives possible for the Rocket League community, whether it's, you know, you're talking to your friends or you're talking to your mom or your mom's friends or your dad's friends or your uncle's friends or whatever it may be. Just uh, putting gaming and Rocket League in a light that uh, will help even after this whole crisis is finally over.
2: So one of the things I think we always... Uh, believed in with Rocket League is like this is a great casual audience game or or a great TV uh, esport because you don't have to follow a lot uh, like pretty much every other esport, like we
3: talk about like League of Legends and Overwatch or there's uh, moves and those. cooldowns yeah. and all this kind of stuff that you have no idea range on your exactly.
2: attacks like there is no like fifty five year old man that that's gonna watch that and be like I know exactly what's going on you know for the yeah. first time but Rocket League very very simple that there's a ball. And it goes in a goal and they have some boost and they fly a little bit. They'll get used to that after 20 minutes. Right. So, um, hopefully, you know, people tune in on ESPN to like obviously we had the world championship on there. Uh, what was it last weekend or two weekends ago at this point, uh, which was really cool to see. And a lot of people were, uh, uh on Reddit saying like, Oh, my family watched it and thought it was really interesting. They started cheering on energy and all that stuff. So, um, Hopefully, it continues to grow, and during a time where there is no sports, I think this is the ample time for esports to really get even more light. We're seeing it even with like iRacing on on like Fox for NASCAR and stuff like that, where it's getting
3: Formula huge One, the Formula TV One racers, yeah, yeah the Formula crazy. One racers. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun watching that actually. Yeah,
2: so it's really cool. Just as uh, like an entity of v- video game eSports. It's not like Rocket League versus Overwatch, or Rocket League versus League, or Rocket League versus iRacing. Like, I think we all uh, would agree that we just want to see everyone get pumped up from this, you know, and just have more eyes on everything. And hopefully that continues uh, during this uh, troubling time that we have, and at least that that'll be the one highlight that we can get out of this, you know, for 2020. Well said. On that... That is episode eight, our final episode. Who knows what the future brings, but definitely check out twitch.tv slash prediction esports for all their other podcasts that they have on there. Support the stream, support uh, Twitch. Um, if you have a Twitch Prime sub and watching now, why not support them? They support us. You should support them. Then this will also be on my YouTube at Gibbs00 the following morning on Wednesday, as well as Spotify and iTunes for podcast feeds on Wednesday morning as well. But on that, James,
3: we are done. Any final thoughts? Just thanks for having me, Gibbs. Uh, I hope your move goes well and that we get you back in the arena as soon as possible. James, I am slowly dying. I got to watch two
2: kids <laughs> every day.
3: We, so we're trying to move, right?
2: And... We technically have to move in two weeks. Our closing day is May 1st. We don't have an apartment lined up yet because oh, <laughs> no one gosh. will, like, see us to see an apartment or, like, a townhouse or something before we move to our new home, which is so now not being, being built. In. Yeah, it's like we're trying to do it all last second that we hopefully can get movers and all that stuff. It's going to be it's gonna be fun. Oh, my gosh. But, you know, while I'm stressing out here, hopefully you guys are not, and you guys are watching some great spring series action. That's going to do it for us here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in over these last two months. I had a blast, James. Thank you for being my lovely co-host, the more attractive one. Where we, we only saw you on video twice. That was on purpose, so <laughs> everyone would look at me. Uh, but that'll do it. Thank you so much to Prediction Esports for having us. Thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you down the line. All right, that'll do it for us here. James, we're still live on Twitch if anyone wants some last questions here for like two or three five minutes something like that if you have a little time here jamesy i do we'll see if there's no questions no worries i hope everyone enjoyed our little two-month project that we had here and obviously when we started this no one expected where the world would be now so it's like you know things got a little hairy here for us so we're just gonna have to uh shut it down for the time uh but yeah james i think we're just gonna sign off doesn't look like okay. we have too much here. I think right. everyone we'll knows get, it
0: was
3: it was a pleasure, man, and yeah. uh, I'm we'll we'll get to work
2: together very soon. We'll we'll never work together again. I've already talked to Sam. Sant- no. <laughs> no, yeah, it's been fun. Uh, thanks for doing the world's predictions. I thought that that was a good time. Yeah, that was good. Thanks for getting it set up.
3: Thanks for the bracket.
2: No worries. Uh, that wasn't mine. That was someone on Reddit who made a season eight, and I just quickly replaced all the team names. But I don't know who it was on Reddit, so <laughs> so that's what I did. So I uh, don't credit me too much for that. Got it. All right, man. I'll catch you later, James. All right, bye bye, bye. Thank you, everyone. Bye bye.